Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Bike Radar Podcast, brought to you by the team behind BikeRadar.com, Cycling Plus and MBUK magazines. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe. And if you can do so, leave us a rating on your podcast provider of choice. It really helps us reach other cyclists like you. Welcome to the Bike Radar Podcast. For this episode, we're bringing you an exclusive chat with Dr. Kieran O'Grady, a performance coach for Israel Premier Tech the World Tour team of four-time Tour de France champion Chris Froome. I caught up with Kieran ahead of stage one of the 2022 Tour de France in Copenhagen, Denmark, to gain some insight into the team's tech decisions at this year's race. In the 10 minutes that follow, we cover everything from Israel Premier Tech's factor bikes to tubeless tyres, big chain rings, foam inserts and more. This podcast was recorded in the midst of the team's mechanics preparing bikes for the stage one time trial. If you hear the jet wash firing, free hubs turning and tools clanking, it's because they were but hopefully this also provides some insight into what's happening around the mechanics truck at the Tour de France. These are some of the hardest working people in cycling, preparing bikes around the clock to make sure they're in pristine and perfect working order for riders. Now, let's get down to business. So I am standing here on the eve of the start of the 2022 Tour de France outside the Israel Premier Tech mechanics truck with Kieran O'Grady. Kieran, Great to meet you. Can you tell me a bit about yourself and your role with the team? Hi, yeah, pleasure to be here. So I'm performance coach on Israel. Um, I'm one of my key roles is in charge of all the TT equipment and performance. Um, so yeah, that's why I'm here in Denmark, looking after our nice factor Hanzo bikes, making sure they're all set up ready for tomorrow. Brilliant. Well, we've got 10, 15 minutes before you need to dash off to the mm-hmm. pre-race team meeting. So let's start with the bikes as a whole. You've got the Hanzo, as you mentioned. Yep. You've also got the uh, Austro Bam yep. on the road. 
will all riders be on the Austro Bam throughout the race? Yes, yeah, that's our that's our real weapon of choice on the road stages. Factor does have a few other bikes, the one and the O2, um, but the the um, the Austro is is really a jack of all trades. It's aero enough to be competitive on the flat stages, and we've got bikes down at or below the UCI weight limit. So some some bikes are riding deeper wheels than norm than you might want like choose or think would be logical on a climber stage just to get them up to the weight which is a nice problem to have brilliant well we'll come on to the austro in a second but the hands over we'll start with because we've got the time trial tomorrow this yep. podcast will go out after the time trial has happened so our listeners will know the result by that stage but can you tell us a bit about the the hands because it's only just become publicly available as far as i'm, as far as I'm aware yeah yeah, it's, it was a big development project when I started join, uh, I joined the team uh, a year and a half ago. Um, worked closely with Factor along with the key time trial riders on the team to really make the the fastest bike that we could with the new revamped UCI regulations. So that was that was a big reason why they were very narrow tube shapes, very uh, unconventional shapes on the bike. Um, and yeah, we, we were developing it all the way through last year. We trialed it uh, in the Giro last year. And then it started to go into a sort of production model towards the second half of last year, and now was launched was launched uh, this year. So we've got most of the guys on the on the Hanzo, um, and yeah, it's it's a it's a machine. Can you tell me a bit more about the work that you do behind the scenes with riders to get them ready for a Tour de France time trial? Yeah, so I'll be going with going through um, the time trial with each rider, doing course recon prep, um, letting them know pacing, um, keeping them up to date on weather conditions, um, time selection, uh, equipment selection, pressures, um, gearing. We've got two riders on on one by chain rings for tomorrow, so that has an aerodynamic benefit and also a bit of a um, drivetrain efficiency benefit so um, all of our all of our riders are using treated chains tomorrow as well which is another another boost for the Tour de France as well. And how much do you uh, try and influence those decisions from a performance perspective versus the preference of individual riders? Um, I, I try to make as much of it as evidence-based as I can. Um, the feeling of the riders and the choice of the riders, essentially, it, it comes down to that uh, in a lot of cases. You can you can show to them what is the best, but if they don't have a good feeling on it, they're not going to really want to continue using it. So, yeah, um, we, we have plenty of options here at Israel, so there are, there are certainly individual changes that we can make in that regards. And a, a big talking point at this year's Tour de France and this year generally is the move towards tubeless in the pro mm -hmm. peloton. And it looks like most of your riders are on tubeless throughout. Yeah, we have we have a lot of riders choosing tubeless. There's still some um, Solwats who, uh, who who ride on tubeless uh, even on the flat stages. We use tubulars for our climbing wheels just because they are lighter. The the rim the rim wheel setup with the with the tubular is lighter um, uh, from the options. But then on most of the flat stages, the guys will be rolling on tubeless just because for the aerodynamic benefits and the rolling resistance that's going to be the most optimal selection that we have what kind of uh, tire sizes tire whips are we looking at across both the time trial and road stages mm, time trial is 25 um clinches with latex tubes um the tubeless we have 25 and 28 mil um, versions and then the tubular we have 26 mil so and again another big talking point for the Tour de France this year is the Roubaix stage, the cobbled stage. Mm. Can you give us a bit of an insight as to what we might see from the team on that stage? Yeah, yeah. I mean with our selection it's it's a stage stage for survival. So we've gone with, with tubulars for, for the majority. Um, just because we know that's tried and tested. Um, we do have a very good tube tubeless option. Um, but yeah, the, the tube the tubular will be mounted on the race bikes for that day.
And really interestingly, talking off air uh, earlier today, you mentioned that a lot of the riders will be using tyre inserts, frame inserts mm -hmm. throughout the race. Yeah. What's the kind of de decision making behind that? Yeah, it's it's you're looking at the priority of the rider. If it's a rider who's maybe a domestique supporting role, um, we want to make sure that they're able to to continue riding and and get to a point when they can be services at, at an optimal um, status. You know, not leaving, not necessarily leaving a, a, a team leader fla uh, floundering without any support. So they could still potentially ride for a little bit, and then the team car can come up and say, "Okay, we're here to be serviced." Um, whereas if it's a team leader, that that process is going to be sped up a lot a lot quicker because of their priority. Um, so usually it's down to that and just just having a bit of insurance. I can imagine that wheel choice and uh, the decisions and the uh, development that goes into wheels with your sponsor blacking is probably quite a big part of your role. Yes. On aerodynamics. So uh, can you talk us through some of the wheel selections that you will use throughout the tour this year? Yeah. So we've got we've got sort of three or four main main options. We've got the blacking. Um, where is it? Uh, this is the Blacking 60. Um, so this is our deeper deeper section. This comes in both tubeless and tubular. Um, we have the Blacking 45, which I cannot see at the moment. Um, and then we have the Blacking 30, which is a this is the, the tubeless version of it. But we'll be pretty much running tubular only on that because that's our climbing climbing ready wheel. Um, so yeah, we've got plenty of plenty of selections for the different different days uh, different days different stages and also different rider roles on stages. So some some of the mountain the stages we have riders who are riding uh, deep section wheels because their role will be over by the time the uh, the climb start just to go back to tire choice actually i think earlier you mentioned that there's a prototype maxis tubeless tire that you'll be using the tour what's the story behind that one yeah that's our 28 mil tubeless um it was developed um over the course of uh, course of this year uh we've been testing it at, at the cobble classics as well so it is it is a cobble ready tire but it's our it's going to be one of our fastest rolling tires and it's uh it's uh it sits really nicely with the aerodynamic um properties of the black ink 60s and the black ink uh wheel selection as a as a whole so we've, we're going to be slowly moving over towards this as well just on uh, kind of drivetrain choices we've certainly noticed that this year's tour and, and throughout this year with the new 12-speed drivetrains that gearing is generally getting bigger at both ends yep. uh, you know it certainly looks like no one's running less than a 54-2 chain ring on your team what are the benefits there and is everyone happy to make that step up i'm sure they are because these are the, the strongest riders in the world yeah yeah i mean the speeds are getting higher so going from 53 to 54 as a as a complete change is a fairly easy one to make um i think over the over the following years you're gonna you're gonna see bigger and bigger chain rings on the front you know moving up to 55 56 you already see that some days on sprint sprint stages or key windy stages but i think um you know we had uh, we had circumstances for example in tour of norway where we had bigger chain rings in the other guys and they were they were wondering why they weren't able to follow us on descent so it, it definitely is a tactical choice that if you get right it can really pay off do you know who has the biggest chain rings on the team particularly for the tt but also on road stages uh well tt tomorrow it's jakob uh, fulsang and uh, hugo hul um and then yeah usually usually most our guys ride 54 as a standard on the on the road stages um and then they might change up uh for a severely windy stage if there's a massive tailwind or if they're a sprinter so yeah usually a sprinter would use either 55 or 56. 
So 5440 is now effectively the new standard on the Shimano, yeah. new Shimano group set. Uh, and have there been any availability issues for you guys this year? It's obviously something that's affecting the whole industry. Uh, yeah, well, availability issues are, are sort of uh, everywhere at the moment. So we do, you know, we have some bikes that, that we've built up with the 12 speed, but we made a decision as a team to stay on 11 speed for the whole, the whole year. Um, this is just to, just to make sure that all the spares, all the, the spare bikes and everything is, is interchangeable because you don't want to have one one set of race bikes that can't be used because they don't have any spare wheels. So yeah, uh, we've, we've stuck with the 11 speed and uh, hopes, hopefully soon the, uh, the 12 speed will, will grace our machines. Excellent. And just one final detail to talk about, and that's the new ceramic speed OSPW. Mm aero jockey wheel design with the, the the aero cover on it only a couple of watts but it definitely looks cool yeah yeah it really looks cool and the danish flag uh, kind of gave me a a, a a bit of a surprise when i saw it on mike wood's bike i thought he changed his nationality and then it was explained to me that it was for the the, the copenhagen start but yeah it's it was a nice piece of development it was good to have that partnership with ceramic speed and and have this on our machines and just finally to finish are there any kind of extra quirky details or particular kind of setups that uh, any of your riders prefer and are perhaps a bit different to what we normally see um, one of the things that i love is the difference in handlebar tape between some of the riders so you know we have some guys who, who run it pretty close to the stem and others who cut it uh, you know partly for weight saving but also there's an aerodynamic benefit for that um, for having it closer to the grip so we've got some uh, some riders who enjoy it some riders who don't but yeah um, our bikes are pretty lovely and, and there's not much tinkering that the guys uh, need to do on them um, they're, they're pretty much ready to roll, ready to roll out the box. Just on the actually handlebar whip is certainly mm -hmm. coming down. We've measured a few uh, today. I think 40 centimeters is the widest that we've seen, but most riders are in the 30s at the minute. Yeah. Is that the same on your team? Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. We've got a, a new handlebar um, also from, from Black Ink, which is this one in front of us, um, which does have a, a drop flare as well. So the, the hoods are actually they're running them narrower on the hoods to get the, the same drop flare as they would on their previous handlebar. And that's been working really well. The, the riders have been loving that and able to get aero when they're on the, the tops and then still have the leverage on the drops for sprinting and, and downhills. Well, Kieran, we'll leave it there. I know you need to get to the team meeting. It's been fascinating to talk to you. I really appreciate your time. And thank you very much for listening to the Bike Raider podcast. Please do like and subscribe and leave us a review because we definitely value your feedback. Kieran, thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. Thank Enjoy you. Enjoy the talk. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Bike Radar Podcast. If you've not done so already, please subscribe and share with your friends or leave us a rating if you've enjoyed this episode. 